0: Hi, my name is James Shepard, and today I'm coming to you from this new studio that we created. I'm really excited about it, and so before I get into the five tips for selling new merchant accounts, I wanted to talk about the new podcast that I'm going to be doing with the Green Sheet. Uh, so many of you get the Green Sheet magazine, uh, go to their website, etc., and we're going to be doing a podcast with CC Sales Pro and the Green Sheet. Actually, recording our first episode coming up in a couple days, uh, which will go out here in a few weeks. So really excited about that. Today, though, I wanted to jump right in and talk about Five tips for selling new merchants. So um, I'll never forget this. There was a day where I knew it was going to be an unproductive day. I was not going to make any sales. I wasn't going to make any money because one of my big clients that had 11 locations, they called me. They had an issue with their VX510 terminal, so this was a little while ago. The VX510 gives me away there, and so that meant I was going to spend my day driving all over the place to fix these terminals and make these adjustments that they needed. And I won't get into all the details of that. So what happened was I was going to—I think it was the third or fourth stop I had to make. It was in a little mini mall, and I noticed, wow, look at this business over here. Uh, it looks like there's some activity going on, <clears throat> but you know I didn't know there was a business there. There was no sign out front, so I thought, let me just. Just run in there real quick before I go to my client location. So. Walk in the door, I see, you know, tables all over the one side, I see chairs wrapped in plastic, and there's only one person in the store, it's a guy, uh, looks like maybe 50-ish, gray hair, behind the counter, and he is working on this register. He's really frustrated trying to program a register. So I walk over there and I strike up a conversation with him and I find out that he quit his well-paying job uh, where he worked to start this franchise pizza shop with his son, and just something he wanted to do together with his son, and he was excited about it, but he was kind of frustrated, you know, he was supposed to launch in about 3 or 4 weeks. So the conversation turned to credit card processing. He told me, "Yeah, I'm about to sign up with my local bank," and I'm like, "Oh, if you're about to sign up with your local bank, hold on a second. You know, let me take a look at that." So he gave me their agreement, and that was, you know, nobody had contacted him about merchant services. I mean, he wasn't even a business yet; he was brand new. And I, you know, got that information, and I was very easily able to beat their price um, and set him up. And I closed that deal on the spot, signed the agreement, left, went over, and finished my day of, you know, unproductive work uh, helping a client out. But it was like, wow. Wow, that was so easy that I was able to do that. Now, that was pure luck. You know, there was no, it wasn't my skill that allowed me to do that. Maybe a little salesmanship at the end, but you know, really that was just my luck of finding that business. But it really got me started thinking about is there a way that I could maybe recreate that luck and make myself lucky more often and find more of these new businesses because that was a really, really easy sale? So, what I want to give you today is five tips that I've learned over the years since, you know, that day. Um, how to find and sell these new merchant accounts. So let's dive in and talk about tip number one. Tip number one, keep a database of vacant real estate, vacant retail space in your market. Now, this is a tip I'm excited to share because every once in a while I realize hey, there's this thing I've never talked about in any of my videos that I used to do. Uh, it doesn't happen to me very much anymore because I've made like hundreds of videos, but I've never shared this before. It's a really good tip for you. So when you're selling, trying to sell and find these new merchants, the biggest hurdle is timing. If you, you'll get there too early, there's nobody there to Sell if you get there too late, somebody else has already sold them because as soon as they register their business and they start, you know, doing some things, putting that yellow page ad in or yellowpages.com or whatever, you know, all these other services are going to pick that up and they're going to send that as a lead to like every merchant services company in the US. And then it's too late. So the key is to get them, you know, two or three weeks before they open. So, how do you do that? Well, one thing I learned uh, was if you're, you know, driving around your market and you notice that there's a retail space that's for. Lease—that's you know up for rent right now, okay? Um, and I'm talking about you know mini malls. Like if you go to any mini mall, you're almost always going to see one or two you know vacant places that they're looking to lease. So what I would do is I would make a note of that in a separate little database. I use a database system called Podio to do this. Then I put a little note in there: Hey, you know, 5545, you know, Smith Road, second one in the mini mall, you know, empty or whatever, right? Then what I would do is. I would just make a point of driving by that location once every month, which again, it would sometimes be more sometimes less just depending on just my normal route. I wasn't like making a lot of special trips. Just while I'm out prospecting, I'm like, oh, you know what, there's that one over here in this area. Um, and There's tons. If you go online, there's tons of little like mapping uh, functionality you can get. You can even use Google Maps for this, but you basically want to drop a pin on the map for all of these. So You have a map that's got you know. Fifty of these, you know, vacant uh, retail spaces, and then you drive by there until you see some activity. When that sign comes down and it's no longer for lease, that's your cue. Oh, okay, they leased it. A business is coming in. Now I'm going to go by there once every week or more until I see some activity. Because usually, once that for lease sign comes down, they're going to have a coming soon sign that's going to go up, and whoever leased that building, they're now paying you know a thousand dollars a month. You better believe they want to get going, and they. Want to start getting some revenue, so you're going to start seeing activity there. So as soon as you start seeing activity, just try to walk in. Um, eventually, you're going to find that door unlocked, and you can walk into the business. So tip number one is create that database of of vacant uh, retail spaces in your area. Then what you can do is you can go back and check on it. Number two. You need to leverage LinkedIn so that when a person changes their profile on LinkedIn in your local market, you get notified in a saved search. Now I'm not going to spend an enormous amount of time on this point because it's really complicated to explain it. Um, you can go to instantquotetool.com, click on courses, and then click on generate leads through LinkedIn. That is one of the most powerful ways that I generated a lot of business in the merchant services industry and it's something very few people actually do. So definitely please check that out but you know the thing to understand and kind of to customize a little bit from that is once you have that save search a save search is gonna once a week check and see if there are any new connections in your network that have a certain title of like owner you know business owner president you know things like that and then it's gonna send you an email hey this new person's in your network well one thing I found is that when people open a business a lot of times as soon as they lease that space they're really excited about it so even though the sign isn't up on their business they go ahead and check Change their LinkedIn profile to say, you know, whatever. I'm now the president of this one. And to give you an example, the the story I told at the beginning, when I looked at that guy's LinkedIn profile for his pizza place, he had already changed it to owner at Fox's Pizza Den, and it was in this particular area. So, you know, they will change it right away. Why? Because they have all these connections, and they want their connections to know what they're doing. You know, what are they what are they up to today? You know, well, here's what they did. You know, so they're going to do that. So definitely have your LinkedIn set up. Again, it's a complicated of a process, it would probably take you half a day to set up your LinkedIn to be kind of an automated generator of leads, but you can go to instantquotetool.com, click on courses, click on generating leads through LinkedIn. Number three, get all of the local business marketing materials and ads and local apps and everything that you can get. Let me explain what I mean by this. So, one thing that's different about a brand new business than an established business is that let's take pizza shops as an example here. If I have a really well-established pizza shop in a local market, I'm probably spending between one to three thousand dollars a month on marketing. Okay, so I have a thousand to three thousand a month earmarked for you know what? whatever, Facebook ads or, you know, whatever it is, right? Marketing stuff. So, if I'm opening a brand new pizza shop, I probably have more like fifteen to twenty thousand dollars that set aside for the advertising campaign to launch my business. So I'm going to put out a lot more marketing, and I'm going to be looking at every avenue I can. So what you need to be doing as a merchant services sales professional is you really need to get um, you know all the ads, you know value pack, um, you know get Groupon, and just always be looking for a new business. Just you know Foursquare. Be very Active um, your local paper, you know, be very active in the community in terms of looking at all the ads from all the businesses. Um, when you talk to your clients right now, your businesses, ask them where do you currently advertise? Make sure you are getting those advertisements. So on a daily basis, you'd be surprised how many leads you can get from those advertisements, and it actually makes a great conversation starter, even if it's not a brand new business. You get that ad, you walk into the business, hey, I got your ad. They're gonna be excited because they made that ad, they put it in your are like, oh, awesome, you know, if you can buy something there, like if it's a lunch thing, I go in there and bring the, hey, I got this, this is really, you did a good job on this, awesome, I want to grab some lunch, hey, by the way, I've never been in here before, who do you guys use for credit card processing? It's a great conversation starter, so I would highly recommend that you do that as well, but get all the ads, and what's going to happen is you're going to see, maybe it's once a month or a couple times a month, you're going to see an ad for a business where you're like, what I didn't know we had one of those here, you know, and then you're like, oh, cool, I'm going to go over there, that's a, that's a new business, right? So you you, you do that one so Tip number three basically is get all the ads you can. Tip number four, probably my least favorite tip, but still something worth looking into. There's a website called InfoUSA, InfoUSA.com. Um, they do have a new business list that comes out every week. Um, and every week they will send you here's all the new businesses in your area that are opening. Now, there's a couple problems with that list, too, really. The first problem is um, they are really scrounging to get all the data that they can. And so 80% of those leads are just just a wild goose chase, you're going to end up at somebody's like residential dwelling that you can't even go to because they just started a business in their basement or something like that. So you're going to run into a lot of kind of garbage leads, like literally probably 80%, 80%, maybe a little less, but somewhere in that vicinity. So that's a problem, but it, th- you know, it's still good. You got all this information. The other bigger problem you're going to run into is by the time InfoUSA grabs them, they send that out to everybody. So the thing I will tell you is if you're going to do those leads, it's not even worth it unless you're literally going to get them the moment they're released and you're going to get in your car and go to every single one of them immediately. And it's only going to be maybe 20 of them or something like that, 10, 20 depending on how, you know, your your area, how many businesses there are things like that, but you gotta jump on those right away because everybody just got them. At the same moment you got them, 50 other processors got that same lead. And so it's really challenging. But if you can be, you know, what one thing you'll find is when you're competing with these big companies that sell over the phone, it's actually a lot harder to sell on the spot over the phone, even for a new business, they don't want to buy on the spot. Well, let me shop around a little bit, and it takes them a few days to close the deal. If you can get out there face to face within 24 to 48 hours, you do have a shot at closing the, the sale. Again, the problem is you're going to be running into a lot of them that are not legit. So, I would still look into it though. It's go to infousa.com, reach out to them, ask them about their new business list, and they have a pretty cool list going on with that. Last tip, tip number five is on how to sell these people. So, you know, you finally get there. You're trying to sell them now, right? What do you do when you get there? Well, the biggest difference is you're going to use a lot more small talk and the reason is because there's not a line of customers out the door. They're not in a huge hurry necessarily. If you get there early enough, you know, they're in this mode of trying to find vendors, trying to set everything up for their business and so they're already in that mode of like let's talk about our business and, and how we can make it better, right? So they're already in that mode and because they're already in that mode, you can have a more in-depth conversation with them. They're not in a huge hurry. They don't have five customers waiting to talk to them. So talk to them. You know, Hey, why did you end up starting this business? Tell me your story a little bit. If you have a couple seconds, I'd love to learn a little bit more about your business. I certainly want to spread the word about your company. You know, use lines like that about you're going to spread the word, you want people to know about them. They are going to be really excited because they haven't gotten to really talk to very many people about their business yet. So you're going to find that they're a lot more talkative, they're a lot more friendly as a general rule, and they're interested in talking to you. Now, still, there's a lot of, you know, salesmanship that goes into it, of course, but have a little bit of a conversation with them. And then when you turn to the merchant services, you want to be really assumptive. And I always use their launch date. So the way I would do it is, I would say, um, you know, hey Susan, so when are you looking to start up? And they're like, well, we're going to start July 1st. Okay, great. And then you stop and you say, let me let me think about that for one second. July 1st. Yeah, you know, I, I'm very confident I can get you all set up by July 1st. We'll have your credit card machine here ready to go so you can accept credit cards day one. So let's, uh, let's kind of get the ball rolling. Do you have a few minutes right now? Let's get some paperwork done. I'll kind of get the ball rolling and then I'll keep you in the loop while we get everything set up. So you see how I did that? Very assumptive. I ask them what their opening date is and I kind of use them saying what their opening date is as like that's the buyer sign or whatever that I'm going to use to leverage and say like because they gave me that date, they now are ready for me to try to close the sale, right? And then I'm very assumptive and I close the deal. So there you go. Five tips on how to find and sell new merchants. My name is James Shepard. Have an awesome day.